I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Hello, everyone. Let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes, unless you're driving or operating some kind of machinery. So take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your worries go. Let any tension in your body go. And let. Your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. So take another deep breath in, and exhale out loud with a sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to To Be Honest, and a warm welcome to our first-time listeners. First of all, let me give a shout out to all of you who have been diligently practicing the skill of setting boundaries. So kudos to you all, and also a big thank you to those listeners who emailed me after listening to last week's episode on boundaries are for you. Some of you wrote it's difficult for you to say no. Others say、um, it is difficult for you to handle unsolicited feedback, and a number of you still questioning、uh, what kind of non-negotiables you should have in your relationships. 
So it is obvious to me there's a need to talk about these scenarios, and maybe I could give you some practice phrases for those scenarios, and that will make setting boundaries easier for you to practice. All right, let me start with the relationship non-negotiables. Every one of us has some non-negotiables when it comes to our relationships, right? And when you emailed me, you are not sure what they are. It might be you have not been paying attention to them, and most likely those boundaries have started to creep up and erode the relationship. I'm sure you have told yourself many times that you would never tolerate such behavior, but here you are, and you find yourself afraid to rock the boat. Remember the internal and external boundaries from last week's episode. So, have you committed to yourself an internal boundary? You are going to take care of what you want in a relationship. After all, it is your responsibility to ask if you want someone to say or do something, or not say or do something, isn't it? So let's say you have been allowing people to cross your boundaries. When you give in and settle for less than what you deserve, you begin to feel resentful, and it begins to eat away at your own self-esteem. The whole point of setting boundaries is to do something about it. Is to take active actions. I know some of you have expressed to me that you have been verbalizing your displeasure to your partner. However, my audience, your unwillingness to do anything about it earlier means that your partner may not recognize your non-negotiables. Now, please take note. You have the choice to express your boundaries and, at the same time, accept them as they are. Now, we are not saying you get what you want every time, but more often than not, you can improve situations you dislike. Remember the acronym from last week's episode: Basic B A S I C. A is to avoid making ultimatums and threats because a boundary is not a demand. That means if you say, "Hey, you cannot talk to me like that," that is not setting a boundary. No. Or if you say, "If you don't stop talking to me that way, I'll leave you." Now that's an ultimatum, not a boundary. A boundary is a statement of what I will or will not do to take care of myself. That means my needs, my wants. My desires and my responsibilities. Now, rather than bury these boundaries deeper and create a bigger rift between you and your partner or whoever you are in relationship with, as I promised earlier, I am going to give you some sample scenarios and phrases,、uh, practice phrases, so you can use to practice setting boundaries. Okay, first scenario. Let's say someone is speaking to you in an aggressive manner. Remember the five steps to setting boundaries from last week's episode. Boundaries are for you. If you have not listened to that episode,、uh, maybe you could hit a pause button and go back and have a listen, and then come back. Okay. All right. So the first step to set boundaries is to know what you are feeling. Now, if it's all possible, make sure you start your sentence by saying, 
I feel fearful when you keep screaming at me like that. So the next time it happens, I will take care of myself by leaving the room for half an hour, so you could regulate your heightened emotions. And only then I am prepared to listen to you. We want to start the sentence with "I feel," because when we start a sentence with "you," the other person may hear blame. Okay, another practice phrase: I feel disrespected when you do A. I will take care of myself by doing B. Another practice phrase relating to drinking issues. I feel really uncomfortable when you have more than two drinks. So if that happens, I'll find somewhere else to spend the night. And here's a practice phrase for gambling issues: I feel concerned and disappointed when you choose to continue gambling. In order to take care of myself, I'll no longer put my paycheck into our joint bank account. All right. What about in-laws that have no boundaries? You could try saying something like, "I feel extremely uneasy and disrespected when every time your mother insults me. I'm not making you responsible for her actions. However, if this continues, I am going to have to excuse myself from family events." Let's say you have a problem with what your partner is saying to the children. You may try saying something like, "I feel concerned when the kids have come to translate your maybe as a yes, so it has become critical that there is no maybe. All right, there's yes and there's no, and if it isn't a no right away, then it's now. Kids, we'll revisit this tomorrow." Now, my audience, remember: stay away from attacking character and stick to the facts and your own feelings when setting boundaries. I've said this many times, and I'm going to say it again: it's never anyone else's responsibility to keep your boundary. The job is yours and yours alone. Okay, here are some more scenarios relating to household chores. I feel frustrated and taken for granted when you don't wash your dishes. Are you willing to do your own dishes going forward? Here's another one for your in-law. I feel angry and uncomfortable when your brother makes racist comments. I don't want to see him socially, except at family gatherings. And if it happens, I will call him out. Does that work for you? Now, before I forget. If you say you're not clear what your boundaries are, there's a possibility that you are not aware because awareness is a powerful catalyst for positive change. Let's say if you catch yourself saying, "I never have time to do blah blah blah," most likely the honest truth is, "I don't take time for my needs." Or if you find yourself saying, "I end up doing everything myself." More likely than not, actually, is that I don't ask for help. Or when you say no one appreciates the things I do, more likely than not, that means I take on way too much, 
hoping that someone will notice and tell me how good I am or how grateful they are. Again, these are all related to boundaries. All right, this episode is going to be short and sweet. This is for people who find themselves having difficulties in saying no. Instead of apologizing when you don't mean it, say something like, "I appreciate the invitation. However, I won't be able to make it. Enjoy the party for me." Full stop. You do not need to apologize, nor do you need to explain why you cannot make it, because it is nobody's business but yours. Okay, the last one is to handle unsolicited feedback. Now, take note: this can be a difficult and challenging、uh, situation. Because sometimes、uh, the person who gives unsolicited advice or feedback may have good intentions. However, the truth of the matter is, if you are impacted, it's up to you to put a stop to it. Maybe say this: I feel extremely uncomfortable when you comment about my weight. Please know that I am no longer open to any comments about my weight and my physical appearance. If it happens again, I will remind you. All right, my audience. I trust the samples I've given you in this episode will make it easier for you to practice. So thank you for listening. Until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to practice setting boundaries. Bye for now. Find this podcast. To be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website www. drbarbarakiao. com. D R B A R B A R A K I A O. dot com. <music> <music>